At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, this is Jermaine Johnson. You're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap, joined by the trash man here on this Friday before the Super Bowl and before Valentine's Day. Trash man. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of divide, divided households uh, this weekend. What, what kind of what kind of what kind of self respecting man in America has a sweetheart that won't let him watch the Super Bowl. Come on. Uh, we're going to find out. They did we're a gonna... poll. They did a poll that said like uh, that how many people were like NFL fans, you know, recently. And like, uh-huh. it was so great, like 58% of Americans or something like that. But it was something like 70%, even if 70% of the total, even though only 58, they consider themselves some level of fan. were uh planning to watch the Super Bowl. I don't yeah. think any, I don't think anybody's All the girls I hang out with are really surprised when I tell them when they find out how into football I am. <laughs> I'm, sure. Come as a, I'm sure. As a shock. Yeah, uh, so before we, so we're going to talk today about uh, the write-ups that you've done on Chris Olave and Charleston Rambo. I've edited the one on Charleston Rambo. Um, this will be the video to supplement it. I have not read or edited or added my thoughts in, as I do to so many of these that you write. Um about uh, about Chris Olave, but I've certainly done the work on him. I wanted to start with Rambo, though, because uh, – and we'll also talk a little bit of – you know what? Before we get to that, we were talking off here about the Kyler Murray stuff, and I just thought maybe – I'm, I'm going to have a couple of dynasty topics that we talk about at the very end. But uh, before we do, uh, just with the Kyler stuff, are you even considering that with the dynasty rankings on the guys? Like Because – I mean, DeAndre, there's the, all, all the associated pieces obviously would be, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk. I saw the Christian Kirk just this week. You know, he's he, he's going to be a topic of contract discussions. And, you know, he had said this week that his plans for the future are going to rely pretty heavily around what's going on with Kyler, which gives you some kind of hint. But then DeAndre Hopkins was on Radio Row this week with Sirius XM NFL Radio. And I heard him and he said that, he, you know, he doesn't know anything about this stuff going on with Kyler. He said maybe he's just trying to get rid of the old photos because they have some new threads for this year and he doesn't want to show off the old. I guess the Cardinals have some new jerseys or something. Um, but then I saw it was weird. I looked like I'm looking right now at the let me just I'll share my screen. 
I'm looking now at the um, at the uh, Arizona Cardinals uh, at the Arizona Cardinals um, Instagram page, and they they only have two posts on there. It's like they scrubbed their Instagram page too. Huh. So could this be coordinated? Could this be something that's coordinated? Because it says right. I mean, it says here at the top. Um, it did. You know, it said whenever you click on the Google link when you're searching for this, it says they have 10.5k posts. So they had 10,500 posts. Their social media manager came in and he deleted all but two posts. The one post of Kyler Murray holding up his number one at the combine. maybe that's maybe that's all maybe that's also because they have the new swag. And then the one of Kyler Murray at the Pro Bowl throwing the football to CeeDee Lamb for the touchdown. And so just like old times, I guess, like just like old times uh, back at Oklahoma. Well, so. maybe, maybe that backs up, you know, them having new threads. Yeah, I don't know. So it could be it could be a picture of the old one. Um, I mean, it's about nothing. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm having to factored and just because i mean it's kind of slow otherwise if we're talking about you know um you know players moving around in the rankings not much is going on right now and you know there's there's such um you know it's all it's all super bowl talk right now and coaching changes so um yeah it's definitely something i'm considering let me give you another idea for the up rankings updates this week because i talked about this i went on the um Road to Wonder World show with Cody and with and with Matt and the subject came up of um, you know Tom Brady you know his retirement and everything like that and the fact of the matter is that you know Ronald Jones likely not to be back next year Leonard Fournette likely not to be back next year so I think Keyshawn Vaughn is somebody that we might be able to look at and get up a little bit you just wonder how they're probably going to bring somebody else in. You know, but I mean, as I got to thinking about it and talking about it, like that is like a luxury offensive line that was built for Tom Brady to keep him upright. Yeah, and it, they're they're now going to have you know it's not going to be a luxury car back there now if it's you know Blaine Gabbert or Kyle Trask or who knows who they might bring in. Um, I mean, could, I, I'm I'm kind of hoping that maybe they'll bring uh, Jameis back. I don't I know it's unlikely, but they're not going to do that trash, man. That's like getting back together with the abusive ex. Hey, it happens more more often than that. <laughs> That's probably true, but uh, but I I do think though that could be even if they bring in another runner because we talked about the idea of maybe like a Damian Pierce or somebody like that going to Tampa is a one two punch with Keyshawn Vaughn. See, and, I feel like he's kind of, he would be kind of redundant with Vaughn. I think they're kind of similar, at least build wise. Um, I think they probably see Vaughn as a little bit more of a receiver, whereas Damian Pierce didn't show too much of that on his profile. He, I, being, I saw he, he was he was did, he didn't dude, have the senior bowl, his profile, but at the Senior Bowl, he, he did. He didn't just he didn't just have good catches. He had like acrobatic, like ridiculous yeah. catches. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I do think that he could you know maybe do something Damian Pierce out of Florida, and um, we'll have all of our write ups done and all of our videos like this done of the running backs as soon as we get through the wide receivers. We like to just stay in the one lane with the wide receivers because as we go through these guys, we're ranking them, we're updating the profiles as new information comes in. And it's just better to have a one-track mind with these as opposed to flipping from one to the other to the other. So if you're looking for our running back takes, we're going to have those soon. But we're going to get through about probably 14 or 15 more of these um, 
wide receiver profiles before we uh, dive into running backs. So with that being said, trash man, let's talk about Charleston Rambo. Um, do you just go over, talk, tell, tell the people about Charles, Charleston Rambo. Um, he's, you know, he's not a huge guy, six foot, 185 pounds, but he plays with a really high motor. He's got that dog in him. He plays with aggression. Um, even though he's kind of on the smaller, I mean, he's not smaller, you know, he's too thin through his legs. He's, he's too slight. thin through he's his legs, and his legs. but he's a, he's a, he's a good blocker. He's a persistent blocker. I understand, but he's going to get hurt. And, I, and here's the thing. Well, he, I think that he takes a lot of punishment and that, that was one of my big, that was one of my caveats with, you know, kind of the way that he plays. He, he, he measured in at the shrine game at 180 pounds. He was listed at 185 pounds. So a little bit disappointing there as far as his production at um, as far as his production at Miami um, is I guess he was was he a redshirt senior yeah. in Miami um, as far as his production there it was good 27 percent of the team's receptions 30 percent of the team's receiving yards 23 percent of the team's receiving touchdowns but trashman's um, I had to take executive oversight and just erase your comp of Stefan Diggs off the like we we can't be comping Charleston Rambo to Stephon Diggs. I know he's tough. I know he's a dog, like you say. I know he has that mentality. He's he's too he's he doesn't have the, he's too small through his lower body. I think to. I be mean, considered. like with those comps, I try to you know I I try I try to do some sort of physical um, comp, and also I, I look at like a high high like an upside, and then a more maybe. Um, reasonable like so i had stefan Diggs, but i also had d eskridge out there um just i like of- that i think that that's good and whenever i whenever i do you know the first guy i thought of when i when i looked at him hmm. i thought as far as just an all-around i think he's got a good all-around game i love his stems at the line of scrimmage i love his uh i love the way he, he can sink into his routes at the transition point i think that he can he, he, he sells his route he, well he can certainly get open. He can he can he can separate. He works with Coach D. Rob in Dallas. He has since he was in high school, so you know he's going to be good in those parts of his game. He he when you put those things together and you look at his body um, with the way that his body generally looks, does he not look like Dante Pettis to you? I don't think of Dante Pettis as kind of like a speed player, though a speed guy. Do you think Charleston Rambo is going to run super fast? Um, he's, I think he's projected to run mid four fours. I don't think that that's too far off from what people would have projected out of Dante Pettis. I, I, I even went back and watched some of Dante Pettis's Washington tape. And the, I, I think the two guys just look stylistically pretty, pretty similar. I, 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 I don't think, I think Dante Pettis is more of a, uh, maybe more of a finesse player than a Rambo. I think that, well, I, I think that Dante Pettis, for one, I think that Rambo plays with some finesse, but I, 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 I agree. I agree. I agree with you that he's a tough player. Like he doesn't look like he should be that good a blocker for kind of how small he is. And he's not like really that's, it's not like small, small. He's like, just, it's just his, his, maybe it's his build, um, his bone structure. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I guess he seems a bit, a bit slighter. Yeah. But not slighter in, but not slighter in the, in the CD lamb way where he's like, 
you know, he's just long, lanky. Sinewy. Yeah, he's, it's just a different kind of slight through the lower legs and ankles and stuff. It's just you always think he's going to twist his ankle and end up getting hurt. Dante Pettis, um, I guess, did he not run at the combine? Maybe he didn't run at the combine. I'd be interested to see what he ran at his pro day because uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. But was it? did he did he really – I just don't recall him. I mean, I just don't remember that being a big factor of his game. Dante didn't even dude. Dante Pettis didn't even run at his pro day. He still had, he was still injured then. So I don't, I don't really, I don't really know. Maybe that's one where it's just, maybe Pettis isn't right. He reminded me so much of him. I went back and watched that. I just, Diggs isn't right. I think D Eskridge is fine. I think that's fine. I, I don't think he's as fast as D Eskridge. So maybe we could, Think of a comp somewhere sort of in there. What did you not – what did you – so you, you talked about the things you liked about his game. Did You liked his route running, right? You you, you liked his stems of the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I liked his route running. I like that he's got a really expansive catch radius. I mean, considering he isn't like a huge guy, he's able to bring in a lot of balls. Um, long, just arms. With his, long arms. Long huh? arms. Third, yeah, almost thirty-two inch arms and yeah, got nine, long arms, nine and five eighths inch hands. So I mean, yeah, he can he can go up and go up and get it if he if he needs to for sure. Yeah, and he catches the ball in stride. Um, that keeps that speed up. Um, he's got great field awareness. Um, knowing where he knows where he is on the field at all times. It seems like you know, and catching some of those balls, and then running after the catch. Um, and I really like his name. <laughs> I, <want to> <laughs> I remember yeah i remember when he was in high school when we when he committed to ou i said that's the coolest receiver name that's a name that key and peel would are 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 bummed that they didn't come up with yeah yeah for own. sure <laughs> did, did did you um did you look into or like wonder at all what what happened why he wanted to leave oklahoma and i think just, it's just because he wasn't getting the playing time you know I mean, he was a bit. Of I mean, a if you look at his, if you look at his production at Oklahoma, I mean, like it was. I mean, it pales in comparison to what he did um, in Miami. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, just like at an outside glance, it just. I mean, it seems like he just wasn't getting the playing playing time. Oklahoma, you know, historically has had. I mean, they have good receivers, and they, and they tend to spread the ball out quite a bit. He I should, think it might, yeah, he, I. I'm sorry. You can go ahead. I didn't no, know. I just think at Miami he was just more of a you know they had fewer weapons and he's a, a, a bigger cog in that in that offense. He stood out a lot more in Miami, like for sure, for sure. And he, he was a standout player at the Shrine Game practices. Um, from you know we weren't there at the Shrine Game, but from all the reports that we hear, people we've talked to behind the scenes, he was good there. I've seen some of the. Uh, I've seen some of. I saw that our friend. Um, um, Oh, what's his name? Football game plan. Em- em- Emory. Oh, I forget Emory's last name, but he was there. He he put up some um, he put up some clips of the wide receiver DB one on ones. And I mean, you could see Rambo. I think I, prob- I, w- I would imagine he's probably the best receiver there because, I mean, outside like outside of the things we talked about, taking a lot of punishment, late breakout age, didn't break out till he was in Miami. Right. He he he. Um, even though he, you know, even though we like his stems at the line of scrimmage, trash me and thought he could struggle a little bit with press. I think that he's probably getting over that. If he's working with D Rob, he's going to get over that. I thought he looked fine 
and the reps I saw there. Well, I mean, I think for me, it was just like in situations sometimes where he could have just used his speed. He kind of goes for he he picks the fight. You know, oh, I, I mean, I, I, I get it. And that's why I kind of understand how you kind of had the digs. You know, it's like I get it. He does look like a dog. I just I don't think that I, I, I don't think this is a player with a, with a similar upside to, you know, digs or anything that we saw out of him whenever we were uh, watching him coming out of college. I, I but with that being said, I do think even though this was a shrine game guy. Charleston Rambo, as I'm looking at the as I'm looking as I kind of rank these guys in real time, like we said, we want to do all the we want to do with the wide receivers all at once. So like they're fresh on our minds. So when we go back through and we like we're having to rank these guys in real time. Right. So we put out our rankings for our pro members. Um, it didn't like we we're having to think back and stuff like I do them as these profiles go up. Right. And I I think I like Charleston Rambo better than a lot of the guys that were at the senior bowl. I mean, better than a lot of them that were the senior bowl. I mean, I get to, I get to wondering like, do I like Charleston Rambo better than to me? It's like, I know I like Jalen Tolbert better. I know I like Christian Watson better. I know I like Calvin Austin better, but I mean, other than that, I mean, do, do you really like a Romeo dubs or a Danny gray or Braylon Sanders or a Bo Melton much better than Charleston Rambo? Um, no, I mean, I don't think those guys are necessarily better route runners. He kind of reminded me a little bit of Shakir, um, just in kind of their motor. But I think he's got better hands than Shakir. Well, but, well she, that trash man, you're just you're 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 clinging on to the idea that these guys are like that. These guys are spirited like dogs <laughs> who play football, right? That that's the same way that Khalil Shakir plays, right? What yeah. we saw we saw at the Senior Bowl that it didn't necessarily. <sighs> Just you know, he's a dog and stuff, but he's a dog that drops footballs, and he he has he has a little more trouble separating than we thought, et cetera. You know, I think I think that if Rambo plays the way that he plays at the pro level, he's going to end up getting himself hurt. He's going to get hurt. I mean, that's I mean, that's what it seems like. Um, and Rambo, but, had I mean, better but until that happens, I mean, is it is it, is it pure speculation? Do you like um, do do you like Rambo better than Danny Gray from SMU? I mean, from what I've seen. Do you like it better than Bo, Mel- Bo Melton from Rutgers? I think he's, I think he's more of a prototypical receiver than a Bo Melton. What about Dubs? Who, who can't get off press? <laughs> I mean, Dubs that, got open. That, Dubs, but but that, but but trash man, it, it 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 happened four times where he got shut down at the line of scrimmage. That's and true. Just, and just and just one on ones where he just he just gave up on the rep. That's true. Some of the literally. The, I mean, if you're looking, if you're thinking, if you're looking like consistency, I think Rambo would be more consistent, perhaps. Yeah. So Rambo should have been at the Senior Bowl. He seems like a perfect kind of guy that would want to be at the Senior Bowl. I feel like the Shrine Game got a better wide receiver than than the Senior Bowl did at a bunch of their yeah, different spots. Maybe it was maybe it was because it's you know really is only oh, only one year of um, consistent production. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
I can't wait to hear what you have to say about Chris Olave. I haven't, I haven't read it. Um, so do you want to go first and I can, you can, you can say your piece. Do you want me to say my piece first? I can, I can say how I felt about him. All right. Um, well, and this is Chris Olave. He's 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 the wide receiver from Ohio State. He's a senior. I mean, the thing that I noticed him. I mean, he's. I think he's one of the more NFL ready receivers that I've seen um, so far. He's a really complete route runner. Um, you know, he's not a tough guy. He's not going to win a lot of fights. I mean, I think the biggest attractor for me was his play strength, but he's able to create separation um, at the line through his footwork and and he's got good lateral movement, um, really good body control and field awareness. I mean, a lot of, a lot of toe, a lot of toe touch, um, catches on the sidelines, really secure hands, secure hands. Um, he's able to change change speeds really well in his routes. Um, and then, you know, he kind of shows off his speed, you know, once he, once he breaks open, um, and just really, you know, can play at all levels of the field, can play inside, outside, out of the backfield. He's a quarterback's friend. He can break his routes and get open um, when he needs to. I'm um, when the play breaks down. Really good footwork as well. I think he's just a really complete receiver. Who did you comp him to? I comped him to Calvin Ridley and Van Jefferson. Ridley's fine. I think um, that's fine. Um, I had some, yeah, I, 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 I think Ridley's a good one. Here's my deal. Um, what, what do you, what do you think about his speed? I thought his, I mean, his speed looked good. I mean, I thought he was, he was, I mean, it looked quick. I mean, it was, it's kind of deceptive maybe because he changes speeds a lot. Um, but I think, you know, when he breaks open, I mean, he looked fast to me. And I think he's projected to be in the low four fours. Yeah. Well, okay. So as, as far as the speed, they, they, at Ohio state, they do all the testing and stuff during the off seasons and everything like that. And uh, so there were some leaked photos of the board um, last year where they had their 40 times up on the board and it had both Chris Olave and Justin Fields at four, three, eight. Now, if we, extrapolate that and we say okay well that's home cooking ohio state you know hand times and we say okay justin fields at his pro day ran what a, it was officially a 444 so oh, at sure. the at, it was a 444 so at the combine that probably would have been a 447 448 maybe even a 449 like if if you if if you want to do it like matt kelly at like a player profiler and Cody and those guys do. You add 0.5 seconds to onto the pro day to 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 adjust. I feel it. like Fields would be a player who's more pro- prone to maybe putting on weight, um, and that you know at his position. Chris Olave does not it will will not run sub four four. I think he looks. I think he looks fast, but he's going to run in the four fours. I I think he run in the four four. I don't think you that you run a bogus four three eight hand time and then don't end up running four fours. I think that's probably what he's going to run. And, and I think that the speed is evident in the way whenever he gets the football, it's so weird about this guy when he gets the football. I mean, he's the leading, he's, 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 he's the leading receiving touchdown score in all of Ohio state football history, which, I mean, that should just tell you something, 
about Chris Olave and think about the great wide receivers who've been there. Now he did come back. He said he wanted to come back to get his degree. He said football doesn't last forever and stuff. So he, you know, he did have four years. A lot of these guys come out after three, but I mean, I think it was what 35 touchdowns, trash man. It was like something just incredible. Uh, the all time leader overtaking, I believe David Boston, you, you guys can check me on that, but I think that was the case. Um, and one of the reasons why is like when he gets the football in his hand, someone like trash man, he'll catch the ball, like the 40 yard line. And like you said, he'll kind of like tap his toes in and, you know, you think he's going to go out of bounds or something like that. Then he's kind of cuts back in. And you're like, holy shit, Olave is going to take this thing the goddamn distance. <laughs> you know, like he takes good he takes good angles to where like the pursuit angles are. It's it's tough to get a pursuit angle on him. He, like he zigs and zags all around. Like I'm, I'm surprised your scouting report on him that didn't say anything about kind of having a nose for the end zone. Because you always look for that, and he does. It isn't like he's tar- targeted always down in the end zone, man. But if he's twenty yards out, and you give that guy a little shred of an opening, it's wild to me how it's like uh, you just start thinking to yourself, "Holy shit, Olave's going to score here." It's just, it's just you know, super wild to me. So yeah, very point. I mean, to me, it was. I mean, I I think maybe I noticed that he was just always kind of open. Um, well, that and here's the most important thing that when we talk about him. It's the separation. It's the he's always open. It's the it's the body control. It's the tracking ability. It's the adjustment ability. Like trash man, how many throws did you see on the down the field throws where it looked like it was gonna be one where he's gonna catch it over this shoulder, but then he, he turns, turns his head around, around and he catches yeah. it over this shoulder. You're just like, well, it it doesn't seem like a big deal until you realize like that's actually that that's actually a really big deal. It takes a real technical magician to be able to do those kinds of things. And I was, I was, uh, I was like, as I was watching the film, I said, is this like a, is this like a, Ridley's a good comp. I was thinking, is this like a rich man's uh, Deshaun Hamilton kind of deal? Um, and then I when I think about, I almost forgot about him. Well, well, when I think about a rich man's Deshaun Hamilton, do you, I mean, I think of Marvin Harrison. Like that's okay. kind of, that's kind of what I, I mean, think. I, about I mean, this guy. Marvin Harrison's a good comp. It's just like he's he's skinny. He's kind of he's kind of yeah. I mean, their body type like is very him. similar. He looks like him. The tracking ability, the hands, the just the always getting open, the silky smooth routes, the precision. Um, I got to wondering him like, okay, do do I like this guy better than Jahan Dotson? Is my question. And when I get to thinking about it, I'm like, okay, on this football team at Ohio State where he was not really, you know, as far as this year, uh, as far as touchdowns, yeah, he was an alpha. But as far as just overall, only 19% of the team's receptions, only 19% of the team's receiving yards, 28% of the team's receiving touchdowns. So basically Garrett Wilson, his teammate, was better in his market share of receptions, his market share of receiving yards, only slightly worse, 12 touchdowns versus 13 for Chris Olave. But then there's this other guy, um, uh, number, uh, number, uh, number 11. And I forget, he's a sophomore. I forget his name. It's like Jackson Smith in Jigba or something like that. Jackson Smith in Jigba. And he might be, that's a guy that's biting off a lot of market share from both of these guys, because he's like, that guy's a stud. We're gonna be talking about him next year. So there's the Ohio state receiver that we're talking about. But whenever I, t- I texted Cody earlier, when I was doing my work on Olave, and I said, I asked him, do you like Olave better than Dotson? And he said, yes, he does. And his reasoning was, even though he doesn't comp them like this, 
He says it reminds him so much of Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham whenever they were at LSU, where Garrett Wilson's kind of like the Odell Beckham, the flashy, you know, big play monster, where, whereas just the workman like get it done, play after play after play, being able to get open and being able to separate, be able to be technical and to be very just very efficient that way, almost in the way to where statistically, at least in the touchdown department and stuff, you're a little bit of an alpha. Right. And that's kind of like the Olave. Um, so to me, I, I finally just came to the fact I'm like, well, Jahan Dotson's a guy who I have a pretty clear comp of, you know, like Deontay Johnson. I, I, I look at that guy and I see Deontay Johnson. I look at Chris Olave and I see shades of Marvin Harrison. I see shades like Cal- as soon as you mentioned Calvin, really, that made a ton of sense to me. Um, so if I'm just talking about those comps, and you're looking at the type of type of players that that um, that Olave had around him. It's like you can look go this one way, and you can say, okay, he had these players around him, and it's like the Cedric Wilson corollary that we talked about in Mobile, right? Where it's like Cedric Wilson's not going to be any good if he goes to another to another uh, team because he's not going to have Amari Cooper and CD Lamb taking all the emphasis off of him right it could be that chris olave maybe if he's if he put him on a team and he's expected to be the featured guy he could have a little bit of trouble or it could be like hey if you just if you concentrated more targets on chris olave he's gonna continue to be a baller and with that extra volume he's just gonna have added efficiency and i tend just with the way that he plays with the with the with the traits that he possesses i tend to be on the side of Extra volume will lead to extra efficiency with a player at this level. No, I think so. I mean, he's just such a he, – he's so technically sound but also athletic. I mean, I think I think really wherever you put him, he's going to thrive. I mean, um, I see him being a fit really anywhere on any team. I mean, I think he's just such a well-rounded player. I I, I mean, I think it's just – it's kind of rare that you get someone who's that um, – technically sound and is good a route runner um, who's also so has such good body control and um, and speed um, and athleticism really the only detractor for me is, is is his strength his play strength I mean he's and um, you know we're not <laughs> I don't think they're really gonna you know they're gonna call for that from him and you know in the next level that much I mean Marvin Harrison wasn't a strength guy he wasn't you know that guy he could block he could do what you need him to do but yeah, um you know you don't need him to even do that you need him to go yeah. be marvin harrison yeah with chris olave you just need chris olave to go be chris olave so the wide receivers that we've done so far in no particular order are reggie roberson uh alec pierce trey turner Dontario drummond khalil shakir valis jones braylon sanders bo melton danny gray romeo dubs Charleston Rambo, Calvin Austin, Christian Watson, Jalen Tolbert, Jahan Dotson. Um, do you, you know? What? Oh, I was gonna, gonna say real quick. You know what? It, the thing is for me with with a lobby with a lot of these guys, I think a lot of them are good and have good traits. But it's really going to depend on where they land. I feel that a lobby doesn't have that issue. As long as you don't land at Baltimore, please God. <laughs> Maybe Jesus so. Christ. Maybe that's so. where what's where these guys, Tyler Wallace, Rashad Bateman, these guys go to wither and die. Um, did, did you see the news about how they're not even so sure about uh about getting the Lamar Jackson extension yeah. this offseason anymore? Just 
Maybe dumb not to, I think, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so those are the wide receivers we've done so far. We've done like, so what, 16 or 17 of these. You can find the videos here on YouTube. You can find our write-ups over at rosterwatch.com between Trashman and I. But Trashman, just before we get out of here, I mean, I've, I've, I've mentioned all those names. Chris Olave, is, I mean, does he just go right to the top? Is he currently number one in the clubhouse as far as the guys that we've done so far for you? I, I, I don't have an argument against that. Well, I'll tell you this. For, for me, I'll, I'll be a lot more straightforward. The, the, the answer is absolutely unequivocally yes. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.